This podcast is brought to you by the Microsoft Partner Team in Switzerland to give you an insight in our, into our diverse partner landscape and how those partnerships can benefit your business. We invite one Microsoft partner in every episode to deep dive their offerings and how the joint value proposition benefits our customers. We want to provide information beyond the flashy marketing material and do a deep dive into the actual content. Please like, share, and subscribe. I want to introduce our hosts, Philippe Moras, my co-host, channel sales lead at Microsoft Switzerland, and myself, I'm Thomas Winter. I lead the partner organization here at Microsoft Switzerland. Today, it is our honor to welcome Vincenzo Bösch, founder and CEO of ITPC, to our podcast. Vincenzo, good to have you here today. Hi, Vincenzo. Also from my side, happy to have you here. Thank you very much, um, uh, Thomas and, and Philip. Thank you for having me here. I'm happy to join and participate in this uh, partner podcast for Microsoft. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited to learn about ITPC as you have a very distinct value proposition in the market in, in a field which is super interesting for us and hopefully for our customers. So as always, I do a few introductory questions and then Philippe does a deeper dive into the business. Let's start with you. Who are you as a person? Yeah, my name is uh, Vincenzo Bösch. I'm 50 years old and I'm, I'm born in Winterthur, Switzerland. And I started my, my IT career as a software engineer and moved into SAP technology 23 years ago. So that's uh, in 1997, where I started actually working in the SAP technology field. I'm working with Microsoft since uh, 10 years now. Initially, it started more in the scope of migrating SAP workloads um, from platform A to platform B. And later, we became a Microsoft Gold partner with cloud platform competency. So you almost answered my second question, who are you as a company, as ITPC? But I don't know if you have some additional pieces you want to share about, like how the company came together. What's the history of the company as such? Yes, sure. So ITPC is actually a group of companies. Uh, we provide SAP technology services. We are mainly focusing on the transformation to S4 HANA, on SAP on cloud, on SAP technology services, and on managed services. The headquarter of ITPC is in Switzerland, but we have additional offices in India. This is where our delivery center is actually located. And we do have an office in UK and an office in Japan. And I think our connection with Microsoft is, is uh, very simple. So we are specialized in SAP on Azure, and this we are doing since 2015, and are working closely with Microsoft on all those or many of the SAP on Azure opportunities. Why have you elected to found ITPC versus taking your knowledge and do the same thing at a different company? Well, maybe that was when I founded ITPC was maybe a little bit a different time. There I was, of course, obviously I was younger. <laughs> I was more <laughs> enthusiastic. I think the main idea or vision was, was really to somehow provide professional consultancy services to our customers and somehow to grow in the technology field and just do something by myself, not being independent from any other vendor. So that was maybe a little bit the main objective or goal when, when I started uh, with ITPC. Well, congratulations. I mean, you definitely established yourself 
with a very distinct value proposition and uh, with great feedback from your customers that field you operate. Now, talking about field of operations, that's kind of time where I hand over to Philippe to go a bit deeper into the business. Philippe, over to you. Thank you very much, Thomas. Hi again, Vincenzo from my side. Vincenzo, if I look at your website, your slogan says your SAP transformation in best hands. What do you mean with that? I think this has multiple meanings. The first meaning is actually we are focused. It's one of our main core competencies, transforming the customer workloads um, from ERP to S4HANA. That's one of the meaning purely based on, on our competencies. And on the other side, in best hands means we believe actually because we have closed, we have been able to close quite some projects successfully in the past, we bring the required expertise to actually transform the customer landscape successfully. You mentioned before that you are present in, I think, four geographies in Japan, in the UK, Switzerland, of course, that's where you have your headquarters. And what was the fourth one again? Germany. Uh, no, it's actually UK. It's uh, India, Japan, ah, India. and the India. headquarter okay. is in Switzerland, yes. Why did you set up in those regions? What was the thinking? Is that part of your strategy or was that based on the projects that you had? Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, that's actually a good question. I mean, I started ITPC as a one-man show. And then at some point in time, after one or two years, ITPC started growing. In the initial stage, we just provided technology services. But once we have been able to onboard some customers, we also moved into providing managed services. And at that point in time, we have been looking after what can we do actually to be more efficient and to be more cost effective. And at the same time, we had also requirements from customers coming in who have been asking for offshore services. And that's when we actually have, have been looking into India and have been setting up our subsidiary in India. That's today, now 10 years ago, where we made a start in India and we set up our delivery center in India, Pune. And the other office is actually, it's more a little bit of a, a completion of our vision. Since we established the delivery center in India, which was uh, at the beginning only delivering services for the Swiss market, we thought, why can we not do, just do this also for different markets? And that's where we stepped into UK and we also came to, to Japan. Actually, we have the same vision that India is the shared delivery center for all the locations where actually ITPC does have offices. Great vision. So are you focused around specific segment, customer segment? Are you targeting very specific customers or are you there for everyone that has some kind of an SAP migration project ahead of them? So generally SAP is the driver. That's for sure, yes, on one side. But it depends a little bit on the scope of the project. When we are talking about big scale projects, most probably those customers, we might be too small to actually uh, be the ideal fit as a, as a service provider or even a managed service provider. But it could even be that for a large scale customer, there is just a small niche project that needs to be performed in a very professional and high skilled uh, manner. So for those customers, we are as well a very good fit. 
But average customer of ITPC is more the, the mid-sized customer in Switzerland or let's say the typical European mid-sized customer running an SAP environment. But those customers can be international customers. That's not a problem for you. Yes, sure. Yes. So we do have international customers and we also have very traditional Swiss-based customers. And by the way, many traditional Swiss-based customers, they are today as well international. They might have a plant production facility somewhere outside of Switzerland, in China or in US. So I think for those kind of customers, we are as well a very good fit because we are international as well. So I would like to deep dive a little bit with you, Vincenzo, around the market and aspects of the market and what's happening right now. So I'm going to hit you with a few stats and information that I, I was able to dig out. So I'm going to read a little bit to you and see how your reaction is going to be. So a Gartner study of 2018 shows that by 2025, 80% of all worldwide enterprises will stop using traditional data centers. Further, in the Mission Critical magazine of October 2018, it was stated that experts predicted that roughly 70% of cloud services is done by hyperscalers. So now I'm interested, what is your view? And do you see that trend in Switzerland and the other markets that you are serving into as well? That's very, very interesting uh, topic. I think I actually do hope so that this becomes somehow reality because it fits really perfectly into our vision. I mean, we have been quite a, an early adapter with cloud. I mean, having started more than five years back migrating customer workloads into the cloud, I think this would just be somehow the continuation for us. And I think whether it becomes really reality in the Swiss market or not, that's too difficult for me to really judge. I mean, we have seen the last five years have been quite tough five years. The adoption in Switzerland has been quite slow. Whereas in, in other countries, maybe in Europe, the adoption was faster or even in other countries around the world. We could see a higher adaption. But um, in Switzerland, I'm not so sure whether this will be true. But obviously, we hope so. Because I think we are very well prepared. Do you have an idea why Switzerland is so slow in the adoption? I think it, it has multiple um, levels here of, or multiple reasons, let's call it that way. On one side, I mean, the Swiss people are not known to be the early adopters. That's for sure one of the reasons. On the other side, Swiss people are also not slow people. So the Swiss people, I think they always try to find the right moment. And somehow the right moment in the sense of not being the first, not being the last, but going somehow when it really makes sense. And I think what we could see really when Microsoft has opened their data center last year in Switzerland, that was somehow the push when many customers somehow have started changing their mindset. Before that, okay, customers have been open to look into it, but many of them didn't really take it serious. But when you say look into it, so I'm going to hit you with another stat that I found. Look into it. You're talking about just migrating. So it could be currently migrating from HANA to S4HANA and still staying on premise. So let me read a little bit and then we can further discuss. Currently, many of the SAP customers worldwide, and of course in Switzerland, are confronted with having to migrate to S4HANA, as we said before. 
An IDC study of June 2019 shows that worldwide over 70% of customers will move to S4HANA, 70%. And over 50% of those SAP customers will switch within the next three years. Further, almost three quarter of the customers that will move are thinking about moving to the cloud. Can you provide some insight on your experience in this context? Yeah, I think we we have observed. I mean, I mean there are, there are multiple questions in one. I think it's the one part is the TS for HANA transformation. Customers might look into those uh, transformations within the next three years, as I understood the question properly. And the second part is actually that most of them might even migrate into the the cloud, the hyperscalers. I think the HANA transformation. That's where we could also see that somehow the market is slow. Because I think SAP has not been able till now to really show to the customers the real benefit of S4 HANA. That's why I believe somehow it's maybe a little bit hard to say, but SAP might have failed a little bit in convincing their customers why they should actually migrate to S4 HANA. That's my view on that. Even though some of the customers have already migrated, there are still 95% of the customers, or let's say 90% of the customers, who have not yet migrated. And many of them, especially the smaller mid-sized customers, they would have to come up with huge investments. So what is the benefit? So that might be one of the points which is really worrying those customers quite a lot. But, but, but allow me to challenge you in, in between. So you're saying that SAP has failed. And as you know, I have an SAP background. Uh, I was working for SAP for quite a while. They have failed to convince their customers. Nevertheless, three quarters of the customers are saying they will move. So there is some kind of success of convincing them. Probably where they failed is the point in time they should move. That's probably what you're saying. Is that correct? That's correct. True, yes. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, every customer somehow needs to move to S4HANA. But as you correctly said, I think it's the point in time where they really have failed. They want to have it happen earlier. It didn't happen. But I think, I mean, postponing a project um, is only a short-term solution. And it's not a really a real solution. That's Many customers might be aware about that. And then the second part was moving to the cloud. What's your view? That's, I think, might be quite realistic. From what we could see now in the trend, what happened last year and this year in Switzerland, I could really imagine that a huge um, percentage, I'm not sure if it might be 50% or 30% or, or 60%, but quite a big portion of, of those customers might consider cloud or might move into the cloud as part of their transformation to S4HANA. Because it just, I think for many customers, it's just a big headache less when they don't have to worry anymore about the whole infrastructure part. The fact that they need to transform their entire ERP landscape to S4HANA, that's already a challenge as such. And I think if this can be made somehow a little bit easier in a way that the customer can at the same time move into the cloud and get rid of the whole infrastructure stock, uh, stack. So I think that might might help. Do you also see that 
it can speed up the migration projects as such by moving into the cloud, or you don't see a difference moving into the cloud to migrate to S4 HANA or staying on-prem? It's time-wise the same thing. What's your view? My view is it's time-wise the same. I think this is also what we have seen. I mean, in the past five years, we have been able to quite convince some of our customers to migrate their SAP workloads to Azure, to the cloud. and But many of them, they are still on the traditional ERP system. It still takes time for them to make their decisions actually to transform to S4HANA. But at least those customers, they have done the first step and they obviously have much more flexibility compared with other customers as they are not limited anymore to the hardware cycles or any other physical constraints from hardware. So migrating is one topic. A lift and shift into the cloud is one thing. Do you see that the main benefit doing that migration also comes from the innovation aspects that you can get out of moving into the cloud, but especially moving into Azure? I think there are two aspects. For many of the customers, based on our experience, it's really a cost driver. So by migrating the SP workloads into the cloud, most of our customers have really achieved their cost savings. That's a pure fact. And I think this was one of the main drivers, I, I believe, in the past for all those customers who have done that step already. But I think on, on the other side, many customers hope at the same time that they might be able to be ready for new innovations or just innovate faster by having done that step into the cloud. I think it's not the main driver, but I think it's somehow part of the expectation of our customers who are going to move into the cloud. So the initial driver is cost saving, but the overall effect could be more flexibility when you are innovating for looking into the future. And, and I would like to say under these weird times of COVID, some of the companies out there are also confronted of having to reinvent themselves. So moving into the cloud is probably giving you at least a platform to give you a, f a certain level of flexibility to start rethinking your strategy and your vision and then quickly implement that. Because I think that's one of the great aspects of being in the cloud. You can easily then run up your virtual machines, whatever you would need to then test out your, your innovational aspects of your business. Would you agree with that statement? I totally agree, yes. I think this is really how it is yeah, for, for all those customers who have done that step. Yeah. Now, I would like to talk about our partnership. So ITPC and Microsoft, as you said at the beginning, I think it was 10 years, right? 10 years were partners. Yeah, right, yes. So yeah. we are partners for 10 years. But I think, the, let's say, the closer partnership actually started then in 2015 when we started looking into SAP on Azure. Okay, so let's talk about the partnership in that case uh, over the last five years, more or less. Where do you see the real value comes from that partnership? Microsoft is a great partner, I think, because for many reasons, actually. Reason number one, Microsoft is a real partner and is not a competitor. And that's really a big differentiator, like being a partner of, of any other companies. Just when we look at SAP, SAP actually is a great partner as well. But on the same side, SAP is a huge competitor, competitor to ourselves. And with Microsoft, the situation is, is different. It's, it's, everything we do on the Microsoft platform is a win-win situation. 
just just to SAP is a competitor in terms of the consulting services that they offer or around projects in multiple areas. I mean, with the hack, with the enterprise cloud that SAP had, that's a competition with our managed services because actually we want to manage the workloads for our customers ourselves as part of our managed services or the consulting services where SAP is also taking care or wants to migrate ERP system to S4HANA. In all those fields, uh, there are many other fields where somehow we compete and somehow we complement. But the competition is quite on a, on a higher level. Whereas with, with Microsoft, the competition is quite on a, on a very low level. But in general, isn't partnership... The great thing about being a partner is being able to say on certain aspects we will compete or we want to compete and in our other aspects we will partner in the real sense and go together and approach a certain situation would you see that that way because that's always what i say partnership doesn't always mean you have to agree on everything it just means you can agree not to agree on everything and still respect each other yeah, that's correct. I mean, that's how we also used in the, in the SAP world. I mean, don't want to say that it's wrong. I mean, we, I'm working since more than 23 years in the SAP field. That's how it is. It's just when, when you ask me the question about the partnership with Microsoft, I really feel that that partnership is somehow different compared with what we have been experiencing in the past. Tell me more. What's so different about Microsoft? It can also be that because we have started in a quite attractive field for Microsoft. I mean, the SAP on Azure topic was since beginning quite a high topic at Microsoft. And by being at least in Switzerland, the first provider or partner looking into SAP on Azure, of course, we had from day one, we had full support from Microsoft. But even though now five years later, we still have great support. I mean, we, we get support, we get leads, we are recognized as a capable uh, partner, I think it makes it just makes um, makes us feeling good, you know, work together with Microsoft. Thank you very much for those flowers. We, of course, appreciate you as a partner as well. So, if you would outline ITPC in comparison to competitors, what differentiates you? I think one of the differentiator is really when we look at the. SAP on Asia practice. One of the big differentiator here is that we really started early. I mean, none of our competitors in Switzerland has, has started five years back. Obviously, we also have gone through quite tough times because at the beginning, nobody really took um, type of services uh, serious and everybody was somehow laughing and saying, yeah, SAP on cloud, that might not work. But I think by strictly following that route and somehow keeping always our vision in mind, today we can look back of many, many successfully completed projects. So we have been able to complete more than 43 projects and we have migrated hundreds of SAP systems into the cloud. And we have more than 23 customers with production SAP workloads on Azure. And I think this makes us, based on those figures, different to our partners. Great. Competitors. To your competitors, yes, correct. So my last question would be, if you had a free wish, what would it be? 
either towards Microsoft, towards the market, other partners eventually, what would it be? My wish is that we can actually continue the path that we have already gone through the last five years. I wish that more customers will adopt cloud. And I wish that more customers are really looking into those new type of technologies, that the market now finally will be ready for all those transformations. Because being we are well prepared. We have done everything to be best prepared. And I think that's part of my wish, that somehow the market starts changing now and cloud adoption goes really into the next step. A great wish. And with that, I give it back to you, Thomas. Thank you very much, Vincenzo. Well, thank you, Vincenzo. That was great insights. Well, in general, thank you for being here with us this afternoon. Very insightful facts about ITPC. I hope our listeners will take this to heart. We certainly also want more cloud. We think the opportunity by far outweighs the risk when we look at the cloud and a lot of the innovation will be enabled and propelled. We often talk about the cloud democratizing the access to technologies that before only like largest companies or government entities were able to harness. And now this is available to everybody. So I can only encourage each and every one of you to uh, exploit that opportunity. With that, have a great day. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Bye.